Hello, this is Anxiety Society, the show where we talk about the things that stress us out on a daily basis. I'm Tanner. And I'm Tyler. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Welcome back to Anxiety Society. This is Tanner. And I'm Tyler. And uh, that was DJ Quads with the intro song. Uh, you can find him on SoundCloud. You can find him on iTunes. And you can find him on Spotify. Uh, some big news in the uh, podcasting world. Tyler just turned 29. What, past? Uh, this was, was about a week plus ago now. Oh. So <laughs> I am... That shows how bad of a brother I am. <laughs> It has been a week plus, and I feel roughly the same as I did at 28, so... Do you feel any more anxious about being closer to 30? I did discuss with somebody the weird number that 29 is, and how you are starting to feel like you're entering the age of... I don't know if it's accountability or that you just can't use the excuse of, oh, I can wait until I'm that old because now I'm entering the that old phase of my life. So that does bring me a lot of anxiety. Is there anything significant uh, that comes with turning 29? I know at 21, you can drink alcohol. 25, you can rent a car. What about 29? I think at 29... Uh, the thing that I would begin to experience a lot of is digestive issues, which is probably too much information. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Interesting. I don't think that's an age thing, but sure. Uh, did you do anything fun for your birthday? Uh, I did do a lot of things that were fun. I We went to the planetarium. We went to a nickel nice. arcade, which is pretty cool. Oh, I thought... I thought you said something other than nickel. <laughs> nickel arcade. Yes, the nickel arcade. Um, and then I, I we got to play uh, some uh, board games with my parents. Well, our parents, I should say. Nice. Was there any fights that broke out? Uh, no, but there were some suggestive jokes that I will not repeat on this podcast. Just like... The Nickel Arcade, and I thought I heard something else. Yes, I'm not exactly sure what you're referring to, but yes. <laughs> I I thought you said nipple. Ah, yes. We did not go to that, that arcade. That would be a much that, different arcade. That is, yeah, that's a different one. I don't, I didn't go to that one. Yeah. It's in the other side of town. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, we won't be talking about Tyler's birthday the whole podcast. Um. But I did just want to bring that up. You guys can wish him a happy birthday. Uh, give him a shout out. Uh, do you want to give your uh, Twitter name or? You know, to be really honest, I am thinking about my social media right now, and I don't even know what my like t- names are. I think oh, one boy. of them. I think one of them is at my name, no spaces or underscores. I think the other one. I think you can just look up my name, Tyler Brodus, but. I honestly don't know, which is not good. See, I think that's, I think now you're showing that you're turning 29 is you are losing touch with your social media and maybe just with reality in general. This is true. I actually was listening to another <laughs> podcast where they talked about how out of touch Coldplay is and Coldplay is still one of my favorite bands. So that shows you. It that, is my favorite band. 
So it's showing you the age that coming coming into age of 29, I am uh, out of touch with the music scene. So yeah. Well, speaking of music, flying. Great segue. <laughs> like it. Um. Yeah, so uh, today we'll be uh, talking about flying. Um, we touched on it kind of in our last episode that we want to uh, dive into, you know, different topics uh, related with anxiety. So maybe things that cause anxiety, um, maybe things that are associated with anxiety. Uh, and so something that I know Tyler and I both struggle with is extreme anxiety with flying i know i hate to fly you hate to fly right i do not enjoy flying uh and we will talk a little bit more about that but yes i have a severe phobia of flying and i'm sure there are many many of you out there that uh deal with this same sort of fear um and so we want to kind of uh give some of our uh funny uh either superstitions fears uh, maybe tell some of the stories that we've experienced while flying. Uh, but first, we want to uh, talk, uh, we kind of want to do a game about uh, ranking the uh, best and worst airlines in America. So we, uh, we did not create this list, so we don't want any airlines getting mad at us because we did not do this. Uh, this is actually brought to you by Fortune.com. Um, I don't know how credible that website is, but... Um, I think it was the list was put together by someone else, but uh, we have a top 10 list of uh, the best to worst airlines. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to say, let's for this segment, let's see if you can guess, Tyler, the top five best and then also the top five worst. OK, so we're going with five best first. So yes. I am, and you don't have to guess it in the order. You right. Can just you can just guess five randomly. Okay. So I'm gonna go with pretty reliable Southwest. That came in at number three. Okay, Southwest definitely on there. Uh, I'm gonna also say, ooh, I'm going to say American. American sneaks in at number six. Wow, not in the top five. Uh, yep. I, I'll say this. I'll say two of the top five I don't think you'll guess. Three are pretty well-known. Okay, um, I'm going to go with Delta. That's number one. I'm going to also say... Okay, there's one, and I can't remember the name of it. It starts with an E. It's like Emirates or there, something. There are no... Well, yes, that is a very nice uh, airline, but that is not on the list. I think this may just be an American... Like, a, a airline's just in the United States. Okay. I, I think I think Emirates is, like, international. Okay, got you. So, I don't... I'm, I guess this is showing my <laughs> lack of knowledge of airlines because I'm, like, I'm starting to forget. Like, I'm, like, uh... Okay. I'm out of names. I'll, I'll give you the top... I'll give you the top five... Um, and then I'll, I'll, I'll see if you can guess some of the bottom five, because I think you'll get some of those. So number one, Delta, number two, Alaska. I have not been to Alaska, I, therefore I would never, not know. Never flown that. So don't know if that's, if that's legit or not. Number three, Southwest. Number four, I thought you may have gotten, um, United. 
I, I was and there was then, one I could not remember. I was like Delta. There's another one that I always confused with Delta, and it was United. And then number five, Hawaiian. So we have two kind of uh, not common airlines that were in the top five. And we will talk I about. Think, I think we'll talk about this a little bit more. But I will. I will say why I've later on why I wouldn't have flown in something like a Hawaiian airline later. So we'll come back yes. to that. Um, I think uh, I I don't think you'll get seven or eight. So six was American. Seven JetBlue. Okay. Eight Allegiant, which I don't even know what that is. And then I think you could guess nine and ten. I I honestly have run out of all of the airlines that I think, know. Think about small tray tables, delayed flights, uh, canceled flights um never oh, on time boy. i mean i one I, of them are we talking about the worst of, now or are we talking still about the best yes oh we're talking about the no, worst no, no, no. yeah yeah so this is just a top 10 list i'm giving the from six to ten. Oh, oh is, oh okay i got yeah. those last two for sure that's gonna be spirit that's nine and frontier and that's ten i knew it bingo I, because I, I will say this, I flew, I have flown one time with spirit and not that every experience is going to be bad, but did not know about some rules as far as spirit goes, as far as their luggage and how much you pay for it. And we went slightly over the, I believe it's like 50 pound rule and we got like charge $60 that may be completely wrong but I it was a nothing to do with anxiety I was just angry yeah I mean and I think we'll get into it a little bit more but um when you upgrade your tickets you upgrade airlines you fly in a more um reputable um airline there is just um a better customer uh service experience there's a better flying experience, and I think it's pretty evident, uh, especially when you look at this list, that, yeah, those those definitely, in my opinion, should be at the bottom as well as, as the other ones being at the top. Um, yeah, I would agree. I just yeah. actually recently flew, uh, flew American, and I flew, I believe it was Delta, both very strong, deserving to be in the top. I support... Um, those airlines i do want to fly again the airlines that have like the tv or screen in the back of the seat in front of you because that is very helpful we'll talk about yes. that later yes yes julia and i just flew uh we flew united and we flew american i believe oh that's right american. i flew you i flew united not delta it was united i believe american was the one that had the screens on the back of the of the seat and really when you walk into an airplane and that's there you just feel like royalty i mean it's just like an immediate like oh thank goodness like i'll have something to do uh this entire flight absolutely um, and i'm like i will pay extra money next time just to be on this airline well and we even got direct tv on the flight so we had like 300 channels and we could watch movies so like a star is born wow. was on there um that's pretty were, nice. i mean it was i mean it was literally anything you could have wanted so um but yeah uh those are the uh according to fortune.com those are the top five best and worst uh airlines 
in the United States. Uh, let us know if you disagree and let us know if we missed out on any other airlines that we should be talking about. Um, but don't blame us, blamefortune.com. Uh, I think we'll take a break here and when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about our personal experiences, some of our stories, and dive in a little bit more of uh, what it's like to fly um, as a person with an anxiety. So, uh, see you after break. We're back. Uh, that was DJ Quads again. You can find him on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. Uh, flying. So, uh, yeah, Tyler and I both uh, hate to fly. Um, I, I don't know if it's just something we were born with. Um, I think, uh, I think honestly, fear of flying is a learned thing. Um, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I was, I was going to talk about this later but i can insert it here i i don't really have a lot of memories when i was younger flying uh but i do remember as i got probably around to middle school uh that's where it, the scary parts of flying came in so. yeah well i mean i think well first of all growing up we mainly drove everywhere i mean we drove oh, yeah. from uh we drove from what Texas to Washington D.C. Uh, we made a lot of really long trips. Uh, one because just it's more affordable, it, or at least at that time it was more affordable. Uh, yeah. And so you know, yeah, to what Tanner said, uh, Texas to Florida, or sorry, Texas to Washington D.C. We also did Texas to Florida. We also did one where we went to from Texas all the way to San Francisco, California. Yeah. Well, and we would grow like growing up, we lived in Arizona. We had family in Wichita, Kansas. So we did like 15, 16 hour drives every Christmas or every other Christmas. So, um, yeah, we, we aren't very, uh, experienced flyers. Um, you, I, I would say, yeah, definitely getting older. I've flown a lot more. Do you remember what your first flying experience was? Do you remember like what the first time you ever flew was? Um, not really. I mean, I, did we fly when we went on a cruise? And I don't, I wouldn't have remembered we flying. Did, we, uh, actually we may not have, that may not have been a flying one. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, trying to think, I'm trying to think where, where we would have been flying to when we were younger. I do remember there was one time that we did fly into Las Vegas at night I can still remember that, mm. yeah. uh, but I don't remember what, what age that was. Do you have a, like, worst flying experience, like a, a specific flight, a specific story in mind when you think this was the worst flight ever? I don't. Ha so this is the part about me that is probably where I really need to, like, analyze my fear and anxiety about it because i don't honestly have a very scary flying story it's in fact everything that i've seen in the news about flying that has scared right. me so obviously september 11th uh really yeah. really i was in the sixth grade i can still remember where i was at and where i was watching that and just that kind of reality really 
Uh-huh. I mean, nothing had ever happened before in my lifetime that had happened like that. Um, so that was one thing. I think some of the other things that really stood out to me as I've gotten older, I don't know if you remember, do you remember that uh, flight that disappeared in like Malaysia? It just like disappeared in thin air. Like yeah. nobody could find it for like, I don't, I mean, like months people are looking for it. Like that frightens me. So like there's those stories yeah. and then stories like, um, uh, Oh, I had I had thought about Amelia that. Earhart. Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're gonna go there, oh yeah, 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 that's what it is. So then I watch um, in, uh, in I was a freshman in college. I was watching the TV show Lost, and if you, any of you watch that show, it starts off the first episode. They all crash. They're crashing crash. an airplane. So these yes. things just reoccurring in my life. Stories that I've heard. I have never physically been in an airplane that experienced trouble i would say the worst experience that i could think of is that happened last year was the plane had to be de-iced in denver visiting you (laughs) that was the worst experience i've ever had i've never had engine failure i've never had uh anything like that so uh but i know tanner i know you have some experiences that are legit scary yeah um so um for those of you who don't know um which may be all of you I used to work with the University of Oklahoma men's basketball team. Um, I was a student manager, so uh, we were chosen on different trips to go on, um, and so we would be. Well, you might want you might want to mention right here who were the people, some of the players on that team, because those are some pretty high quality players. Uh, so I worked on a team that had um, NBA basketball player Buddy Heald, um, a couple other guys named Ryan Spangler, Jordan Woodard. Isaiah Cousins, um, and uh, yeah, some notable college basketball players slash NBA players uh, or player. Um, and uh, so we were all, uh, my worst flying experience, um, well, I guess before I get into that, we would fly, you know, sometimes once a week, twice a week, because we'd be going, uh, you know, we, we had multiple games every week. So sometimes it'd be two road games. So uh, when you're in the Big 12, you fly to Iowa State, you fly to West Virginia, uh, you even fly to Kansas schools. There was only two schools we uh, rode on a bus was Oklahoma State mm-hmm. and I think Baylor. Um, and you also have to explain, this wasn't like a big jumbo jet yeah. type of plane. Right. Yeah. So we we rode pli- uh, private. Wow. <laughs> we rode private. Um, <laughs> um, we rode private on a private plane. Um, and so on one side... There would be, uh, I think it was one seaters, and then the other side it would be, I think three, um, because the basketball players were, you know, very tall, so they had to have room to lay their legs out and stuff. So, um, very small plane. You could feel every bump. You could feel every little, you know, um, you know, if there's bad weather, it's pretty bad. So one uh, trip we had, uh, we were flying to West Virginia, and. Uh, it's funny. So we got on the plane. I think the uh, the plane we actually were already delayed. Uh, we were supposed to fly into West Virginia that night, and the initial flight was already getting like delayed because of um, snow. There's a big storm going across like the middle of the United States. So we're now at we this were, point. Like, at this point in your life, were you scared of flying, or was it just kind of like general yes. anxiety? So this was already having anxiety. You, this was, I was, yeah, I, guess I mean, I was question, getting to a point. 
I guess my question I was getting to with a point you where <laughs> sorry. What? Okay, so my question go. was you, at this point you already had pretty strong anxiety. This wasn't like what caused you to have anxiety or to start no, anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, I, I already, going into being a manager, I, I already had anxiety. I started to get better because I was flying so much. Um, and I, but I still, every single flight, got nervous, got sweaty hands, you know, the whole nine yards. So The classic. I, uh, I, uh, so, but this particular flight, uh, we were getting delayed, which, you know, for anyone with anxiety, a delayed flight, you're just like already like, oh gosh, I'm going to die in this flight. Um and so we got on, we were literally sitting in the plane for, I don't know how long we sat there for probably an hour or so, just sitting on the flight before it even t- takes off. And we're looking at probably like a two, two and a half hour flight. And had um, you heard from the pilot or anybody about any, like any updates on the plane at this point? I mean, it wasn't, it was just, you know, we were just, it was a delay. No, we didn't really hear anything. So we were just sitting there kind of not knowing what was going on. And which is already a so, very anxious situation for people with anxiety to right. be sitting on the plane, not moving. That's right. an anxious situation. Claustrophobic. Yes. Um, and it's a small plane. So, um, lots of, uh, you know, you're just feeling claustrophobic essentially. Um, so we, uh, take off, um, you know, having a pretty normal flight, nothing like too extreme. Um, but we start to descend into West Virginia and um, there is a pretty severe snowstorm going on as tired. we're descending. Thank you. Um, for you look to out. The I would look out the window, Looking and the... you could just see the snow like shooting past the window, and uh, and it was like, pr- I mean, the most turbulence I've experienced on a flight. I mean, bumping like nonstop for a good like 15, 20 minutes. But I was like, okay, we're getting closer to the ground. We're getting closer to the ground. You know, just get on the ground. We'll be fine. You know, just trying to like talk myself through the situation. Um, you know, I think a lot of people do that. So, uh, but I'm looking around and uh, people are looking kind of anxious, you know, and these are, you know, ba- like big time basketball players. These aren't just like, you know, these little wimpy dudes. It's like, you know, these big dudes are, are pretty scared. And I'm like, okay, if they're scared, then I probably should be scared. So I'm just like literally closing my eyes. I'm like trying to stay in the zone. It's bumping, 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 but I'm like, okay, we're getting close, we're getting close. And as we're like, I, it feels like we're about to land, the plane just, the nose of the plane goes straight up into the air, and you can hear the plane starting to like, accelerate, like going, like, just like, uh, what's going on? And so that, yeah. I mean, that feeling, you're like, okay, like, you know, maybe we're, you know, something's going on, we're, we're gonna have to circle back around, whatever. Well, one of the flight attendants picks up the phone at the front of the plane and says, um, uh, there's an air marshal at the back of the plane. And she says, hey, can you pick up the phone? And we all look back. And so at this point, I'm in a full-fledged panic because now it's like we need the air marshal to figure out what's going on. (laughs) uh, Because so come to find out, I'll, I'll, um, you know, shorten the story up. Come to find out uh, we had overshot the runway um, if we would have tried to land the plane, uh, we may have crashed into the airport, but he pulled up at the last second because he could not see the runway because of the snow. And we ended up flying to New, Jer- New Jersey that night and pretty much like unpacking everything at four in the morning. 
Um, but yeah, that was my worst flying experience ever. So you, we talked about you had anxiety before, not a fan. What do you think this did to your psyche going forward? I mean, I, I still had to fly with the team because I wasn't like the last game of the season. So I still had to fly with the team um, the rest of the, the season. But um, I feel like, yeah, I it made me a lot more anxious. It, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, it's just like a very, kind of a traumatic event. You know, it's a good thing. I, I Nothing bad happened. But... Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty uh, intense. So, because I know you also have like fear of just weather conditions, traveling in general. Do you think that this may have sparked that in you, or do you think you already had that? Um, I I think, I mean, I I think there's a lot of people that have anxiety with severe weather, um, especially if they're having to travel or on the road. Um, I think when they have an event like that, it definitely heightens that um, you know, stress and fear. Um, but I guess that's one of the things with anxiety is that you can't ultimately just like avoid, um, avoid it forever. Um, I mean, just not too long ago, Tyler and I had to fly to Arizona for our grandpa's funeral. Um, and it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I am anxious and I, I don't like to fly, but you kind of just have to do it um at yep. some point and i think that's really you know with flying specifically and with other types you know other things related with anxiety it's i think one um way that people try to solve that fear is just by avoiding it entirely and i think you know yeah you can do that but you're gonna miss out on a lot of life um, and you're going to cause others in your life to maybe miss out on things that they want to do as well. Yeah. I think that <clears throat> unfortunately, unless you're going to somewhere in the U S you have to kind of overcome the fear of flying, uh, because you can't right. take a boat and you can't walk and you can't take a car. So unless you just plan on staying stuck in the U S it's like, well, right. I either get over this now or I will never get to go to the places I want to. Exactly. Um, and so um, I think it's one of those things where um, it, it's hard to overcome the fear of flying. Um, but, I, you know, I think the best way to go about it is just facing it head on. Um, and that's scary. And I guess this kind of leads us to our next segment that Tyler and I kind of want to introduce at the ends of our episodes is, um, you know, Tanner and Tyler's tips. And what we, in this segment, what we're going to do is just kind of um, show you ways that we personally cope with uh, whatever topic we're discussing. And these aren't things you might you may not necessarily find online. Um, they may not you may not be able to find it on a you know Google website or whatever. Um, these are things that we uh, specifically do that may help you as well. Um, so what what are some things that you do? to kind of overcome that fear of flying. So I feel like some things that really have worked well for me actually has nothing to do with what's happening on the flight, even though there are things that I do there. So the night before now, if I know I'm going to be flying, I will download shows on Netflix. Yes, uh, because one, do I. one terrible thing about planes, I mean, yes, uh, at least some planes now have Wi-Fi, but that costs money, so I don't want to pay the money. Mm -hmm. uh, but I will download Netflix, and I will usually download 
as many shows as I can think of. I don't like, I would rather download like 10 hours worth of shows for a three hour flight, just in case there's a delay. I'm sitting on the plane. There's never a point that I feel like I got enough footage here. It's going to keep me occupied the whole time. The other thing, second thing that I would say is not necessarily flight related, but, um, and this could go, I guess, either way. But I would say for me, I like to get to the airport early. I would rather not mm. already have my anxiety going by getting there late. Because I, yes. I get very worked up if we're even... I mean, most planes now are boarding, I think, somewhere in the vicinity of like 30 to 45 minutes before. I want to be there an hour and a half, two yep. hours before the plane takes off well, because my anxiety will be already going if I'm late. And that's a good point I kind of want to touch on is that the whole flying experience is just designed to be the most stressful yes. um, experience possible. Absolutely. So you get into a you get into a long line of people um, where you have all your belongings, you know, rolling on the ground next to you. You have to um, you have to. Unless you have a scale at home, you have to decipher how much exactly is 50 pounds of clothes and shoes and toiletries. And if you go over, then you lose even more money. And then from there, you're going and you're stripping down your clothes. You're getting padded down. Um, you're, you're going through a laser machine to make sure that you don't have any explosives. And, um, and now in these states that have legal marijuana, you have drug dogs coming down, which happened to me in Denver. There were drug dogs coming in the middle yep. of your, your waiting in the TSA line. And I freaked me out a little bit because I was like, oh, my gosh, what are they looking for? Yep. And then once you get through that security, then you go to um, a gate where you most likely will see that your flight has been delayed a few hours. So then you think, what am I going to do for, uh, you know, the next three hours in an airport where I'm stuck with all these other people? Um, Yeah, it's it's just a stressful thing. So I think it's a good good tip is get there early. Just try to uh, make that process as smooth as possible setting yourself up for a successful flight. Um, Yeah, I think one more thing that I have to think about a lot, I feel like, when I'm on the flight. So I actually went to college with an aviation major and am good friends with another pilot, a guy that is actually a pilot. Um, And he told me about their training for becoming a pilot um, is to take a, a person up into a plane and they put it into a tailspin or they put it into a stall, not a tailspin. That would be yeah. very frightening. A stall and the pilot, the, yep. the student has to work themselves out of the situation. And so even if we got into a situation, which I have dreamt of thought about all of the, the possible scenarios that could happen, right? They have actually done a situation where they got up into a plane, installed it and had to correct themselves. So that at least helps me as I think about it, that I'm like, okay, the pilot, knows what's going on he has been prepared and i know that 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 you know that should be like common sense that they wouldn't put somebody in a plane but i guess i i don't always assume that that's the case right no that's good um i i kind of have similar uh i guess tips um, I definitely have stolen that idea of downloading Netflix, downloading shows, uh, downloading a good podcast. That's a good plug to download our podcast, uh, before you get on your next flight. Maybe 
listening to this will help you. Uh, you know, we'll we'll be able to relate to you in your misery. Yes, if you're um, currently not... listening to this as you're flying, <laughs> hopefully this isn't causing you more anxiety. Yeah, uh, I I'm actually listening to a really intriguing podcast right now. I'll do a shameless plug for another one. It's called Up and Vanished. I would say download that. You will, if you listen to that, you will not pay attention to flight because it is so captivating. Uh, you won't even realize that you're afraid of flying. Uh, so, um, so that I would say is one thing. Um, one thing I actually saw online, which was really interesting, and I kind of tried this before I went flying last time, is uh, the person said to close your eyes while you're in a car and to feel how much bumps in the road that you experience, how many jolts and turns and things that you experience. And when you get onto a plane, it's like, oh, so that's, there's actually less of that going on in the plane. And because for me, turbulence is the most stressful part of flying. And, um, and it's, it's all part of the, the flight. I mean, it's just, it's wind, it's the plane dipping and going up. And if you actually like realize oh, I actually bounce around more while I'm driving to the grocery store than I do when I'm on a plane, then you maybe you won't be as freaked out about it. Um, That's a really good one. And, and uh, But I think, yeah, ultimately what it comes down to is just kind of like, um, kind of, you know, looking at why you fear flying. What is it specifically about flying that makes you so anxious? Um, I know for me, part of it is um, lack of control. I, I really don't like when I have to face something or go do something or experience something where I don't have control. Um, and I think realizing that and like actually like reading up on it and studying on it, it kind of helps you realize, okay, uh, so this is why I'm fearing. It's not based on, you know, these crashing statistics or whatever, because you read all the statistics statistics online, it's like, oh, yeah, it's safer to fly than it is to drive on the road. That is not a helpful helpful statistic. Right. So it doesn't help. Um, So it's like, okay, so what is it exactly? What is the fear? Where is it coming from? Um, I think a lot of times we try to avoid thinking those thoughts and having that conversation, but um, the more you, you talk to yourself about that and you realize that, I think it really will help you kind of tackle that um, fear. So I guess those are a few of my um, tips I would suggest before your next flight. Yes. One more that I could think of was don't look at your phone or anything that's showing the clock every five minutes because it just makes the plane ride feel like an eternity. Yes, but I will say this. Um, I When we went on the flight with these screens on the back of the seats, uh, they did have a map of the plane and it could show like where you were on the map and that actually helped me and i don't know why um i feel like it's a du- i feel a- like a du- that's like a double-edged sword it could be really good for some people but also really bad for others because it's like we still have this much to go yeah yeah i mean i i, I don't think you should you know stare at it the entire time but i think it is an encouraging thing like okay we're over the the border of new mexico and utah or whatever Mm-hmm. Um, so those are just some of the things that I'll, I, I, you know, I would suggest, um, you know, if you have any other tips or tricks that we haven't talked about, uh, let us know, give us a shout out. We, uh, you can reach us at, um, at stressed dudes on uh, Twitter 
And then um, you can still reach out to us at Gmail. Um, at our email, it's anxietysocietypod at gmail.com. Um, let us know some of your crazy stories. Um, let us know some of the tricks and uh, tips that you have, and we might share it um, with our in our next episode um, if you shoot it out to us. So um, is there anything else that you have, um, a final note on the flying episode no just one more thing so uh, we will be conquering our fears this uh fall we will be flying overseas which is the biggest fear of flying (sighs) that i have we will be going to europe and so we will have to update this episode (laughs) after we experience that uh yeah i uh for the longest time, I honestly was just not talking about the trip, not thinking about the trip, just like kind of hoping it didn't happen. But inevitably, it's gonna happen. It and is so, gonna happen. Um, so yeah, uh, not really looking forward to that part of the trip. But uh, yeah, well, we will be um, tasting our own medicine. I guess is what they would say. Yep, and we will tell you anything that we learn on that trip or. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, we'll, what we'll, we don't we'll, learn. Yeah, what we don't <laughs> learn. We'll, we'll, hopefully we will be here with you on the next episode <laughs> of Flying. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah, here's our final goodbye. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that is the episode on Flying. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we hope you would uh, subscribe, share it with others. Uh, join us next time as we are going to be talking about sports and anxiety with sports. Um, we are very avid sports fans, and uh, we will be going into a deep dive of what it's like to enter the psyche of a crazy sports fan. Uh, here is the trailer for that. Um, but something that he says he does is that he will pick up grass off of the football field and eat it during a football game. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and we'll see you next week on Anxiety Society. Anxiety Society.